Blog Talk Radio. Well, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. I tell you, I am excited to have this show this this evening. Um, a lot been going on the last couple of days, um, but hey, thank you for tuning in with, to um, Inspirational Moments with Dr. Holden, aka Dr. H. Uh, heartbeat of Hope and Inspiration. Yes, yes, Heartbeat of Hope and Inspiration. You know, um, for, for many of you, you have followed me on social media, and um, and my mother passed last Saturday, and so just going through the motions of that, um, I tell you, it's, it's, it's a ride right here, and I'm just just praying that God continue to keep me and my family. So today, I just want to talk about living with no regrets, living with no regrets. You know, um, just thinking about my mother, um, you know, untimely. Um, death and you know just you know she went to the hospital two weeks ago from a seizure and the seizure had caused bleeding on the brain and she just never recovered she was in the ICU for two weeks and um, she just never recovered from that and and uh, she passed on Saturday it just made me start thinking about life you know um, and so the topic the inspiration moment the vitamin for today is living with no regrets you know, I just thought about all the times that fear has held me hostage, um, you know, just scared of what other people's opinions, scared of failing, scared of, you know, not really succeeding, even scared of just trying. And when I just look back over my life, I just thank God for giving me the strength to go after some goals that I never thought was um, possible for myself, Um you know, being a high school dropout in the tenth grade and just having kids by forty four kids by twenty two, you don't really have a lot of dreams and aspirations. You know, hopeless. So I just said, you know, I've been thinking this last couple of days after I was notified of my mother's passing about now living with no regrets. You know, I talked to my children and I said, you know, this is the time to really go after your dreams and goals. Just enjoy life, enjoy the process. You know, I realize people are going to talk about you whether you're doing good, good or whether you're doing bad. You know, all my life I had so many negative uh, conversations that has been held about me and looked at in a negative way and rejected by those who I would call family. But I just started to realize, you know what, they're not God. They don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. And only by the grace of God, I was able to, you know, from a high school dropout to a 12-time published author, you know, just going after my dreams, not not focus on what if this is not a New York bestseller? What if, you know, my books don't sell? I didn't care. I didn't care. I just thought, you know what, this is who I am. This is where I want to lead the world through my writings. You know, I want to pass on love, hope, and inspiration to children, to the youth, to the adults. So I just started writing. I just started writing. I, I don't I don't want to go to my grave full. I wanted to go to my grave empty. So I said, you know what? I'm going to leave behind everything that God put inside of me. 
And it's not, I want to encourage it's not about, fit, you know, if we all want to sell our books, yes. We all want to, you know, it would be nice to, to be number one bestseller on Amazon, but I don't want that to hold you back for writing, you know, and feel like, you know, I'm not some of the popular authors. You know what, write from your heart, you know, write, write from which you want the world to know about who you are. And that, that's when you're living without regret. And I remember after um, God brought us to being homeless for two and a half, three years, my six children and myself, I wanted to go back and help others. And so I ran for office in 2017. You know, I just want, I didn't care whether I was, you know, someone that, that wasn't well known in the community, but my heart and my goal, my aspiration and my love, my love for community, my love for people drove that. You know, it, it didn't matter what I was an underdog in the race. What matter is living your life to the fullest, living your life to the fullest. So then when God, because we're all going to take our turn, you know, we're all going to take our turn being the one on the obituary, being the body that the people go see. But what are you going to do? Just live. I told my kids when they came in town, they will still my son be in town. My daughter came from Washington State. She's stationed in the Army or that by Canada. And I just told them from this point on, live. Take the time to smell the roses. Enjoy the simple things in life. Live with no regret. You know, be who you, you feel God has called and created you to be. Think outside the box. Try that new business venture. You know, the problem is it's not in failing. It's never trying. You know what I'm saying? It's not getting in the game. It wasn't that I didn't win my political race. I won. I might not win the physical seat, but I won because I got in the race. I won because I fought for something and will continue to fight what was dear to me, to see people. I fought for the homeless community. That's why I stood for the homeless community, low-income community, the high-school jobs, those who feel like Life is passing them by, or they miss out because they made mistakes here and there. So to me, I am living on purpose and full of purpose. Take this time now to call those people you may have wronged and apologize. Apologize. Call your, you know, it, it's okay. It's okay if you was mean to somebody, but you call back and say, you know what, I was wrong. That's, we got to take the time. To, to, to make them phone calls, to make our wrongs right, you know, to go back and say, you know, I'm going to take that class. I'm going to do that. And, who can, you know, hey, I'm just excited what God is showing me through this, continue to live on purpose, continue to live without excuses, continue to dance even if you have to dance alone and in the rain. Dance. Because all of us, the music's going to stop one day. You know, our timeline timeline will come to an end. But it's all about what did you do in that dash? Who did you show the love and compassion of Jesus to? Who, who did you, who did you, you know, you knew was hurting, and you made that phone call, maybe took him out to lunch, or even say, you know what, I'm going to come and sit with you. See, to me, I do small things for great love. Because I struggled and I came from a poverty mindset, I didn't, you know, I didn't really have just financial 
you know, games when I was, you know, once I became an adult and I struggled pulling myself up from homelessness, you know, going back and get my education from a GD to the doctorate, running for office. So I never had a lot of money. But what I did was I did small things with great love. So if it came into my spirit to go bless somebody, if I seen them on the streets, I would go bless somebody for fifty dollars here, twenty dollars. It's the small things with great. I just gave out of my heart what I had. We all can give from our abundance. That's the easy part. We all can give out of the overflow. But can you give out of the little that you have? If you have twenty dollars, can you share a meal with somebody that's homeless? Can you split your ten dollars, your twenty dollars, with that homeless person out out of the little that you have? So I call myself the prayer. I do great things, small things for great love. I genuinely love people. I really genuinely love people because I understand what it feels like to be hopeless. I understand what it feels like to feel unwanted, rejected, you know, scared, lost. So I want to. Show love and compassion. And I don't wait till the financial abundance come. No. I started to do things even if I had $20, you know, $100. It's all about who can you make life a little bit better for. You know, we all can say nice things, you know, but have, who have you went beyond the nice words and blessed? Say you are in a situation where you can bless someone. Are you going to tell them to come back tomorrow when you have it right then? You know, you see someone struggling, but you're in a financial position to bless them, to help them. You might not have the chance to do it tomorrow. See, to me, I believe a lot of people think we have all this time to do all these things, and we really don't know when our time is up. So I try to show love whenever I can. You know, I taught my children when we didn't have a lot how to give back at your lowest. Because some odd reason, I believe that if I could teach them how to give back when we didn't have anything, I honestly believe that I've given them a strong foundation to build on, to become great leaders. Great leaders to me are those who sacrificed when they didn't have to. They sacrificed because they feel it's a duty, and they sacrificed because they feel like if God has delivered and brought me so far, who am I not to go back and help somebody else? This is what leadership is to me. You know, I remember when I got accepted into the PhD program for leadership studies, you know, um, I got my bachelor's in leadership, my MBA, but leadership to me was always at the crux of who I wanted to be an effective leader as as much as I can. You know, that to me, leadership, standing for what you believe. You know, one time my son told me, um, he's in the Marines, and I asked him, I said, well, son, how did you make it through? How did you make it through the Marine boot camp? I was joking with him. You know, because the recruiter told him to work out before he went off into the um, basic training, and he didn't work out. And after he graduated, I got the Marine DVD um, um, after after they graduated from boot camp. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you had to go through that? 
And so I just jokingly said, son, how did you make it through the boot camp? You didn't work out like recruiter, and the Marines have the hardest boot camp. And he said, mother, I thought about you. He said, not only did you show us by example, you know, how to keep going. I heard you crying. Nobody would help us out. I know we was laughed at and talked about. He said, but one thing you did, you did not tell us something to do, and you did just the opposite. He said, you didn't tell us to stop drinking, don't do, don't do drugs, don't drink, don't party. You just not only told us that, but you modeled that lifestyle. Leadership is not about saying, don't do as I do, but it's do, you know, don't, don't, what is it, what's the old saying? Don't do as I say, do as I do. I had to, I had to um, monitor, you know, I had to lead by example. And so I wanted to be, I made a lot of mistakes. I made a lot of mistakes because my self-worth was low. My self-esteem had plummeted. But I valued something about leadership. I valued something about how I carried myself and how I treated others. You know, hey, maybe that was a gift God gave me. He's always given me a double dose of empathy. I mean, I can feel you people, and I always wanted to try to make people feel better, try to make people feel wanted. So, again, the motivational moment, um, uh, inspirational moments today, live with no regrets. So whatever you want to do, do it today. Live with no regrets. Who's to say we're going to wake up tomorrow? You know, I'm I'm looking for and I'm I'm starting to do my little bucket list, little things that I want to do. It ain't nothing big, but just little things that I want to do in my single life. See, I'm learning now, having six kids and been in several serious relationships in my lifetime. I never really took the time to love me, to go out on my own and and just explore and do a little traveling. So now. That all of my kids are, well, they, everybody's grown. My son will be 17 this month, and everybody else is 18 and over. So now I'm like, wow, I'm going to enjoy life. If it's just taking myself for a cup of coffee and read a book, whatever it is that's going to make me happy, do what's going to make you happy. Because our time here will run out. Live on purpose. Live full of purpose. I had to learn to let it go. Let go of everybody who don't like me. I don't care. I had to learn when I was homeless and being laughed at and talked about. I no longer cared what you thought of what they thought of me. They can talk from here to now on. Because what I realized, you, when people thought I was in college and I was trying, but I was homeless, they still talked. And it wasn't and it wasn't good talk. And I had to learn to grow some tough skin and say, I don't care. As long as I'm doing and being who God called me to be, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. And today, today I can stand with peace in my heart. I loved and served my mother. You know, whether we had differences or if I didn't feel a certain way growing up, I didn't care. I'm going to love you. I'm going to serve you. I'm going to treat you with utmost respect. So I'm at peace. I'm at peace. And so today, I just want to tell you all, go out there, let the world know who you are. I stand now, stand with your, with your chest out, 
look straight ahead. I no longer walk with my head down because I'm learning how to enjoy the, enjoy the process. Trust the process, enjoy the journey. That's what I'm learning. And it's okay if I make mistakes along the way, but I'm living if I try. I'm living in the moment if I go to if I get in the ring and fight. I'm living in the moment. So when my heavenly Father say, "Your time here is done," I can just go on in peace because I lived who I believe He called and created me to be. And that's everywhere I show up in my writings, my books is filled with love and compassion and kindness and trying to tell people to treat each other right. Even for my children's book, my youth series, my life story, my um, training manual, I just want to show. That's who God created me to be, a person that shows love and compassion to others, that spreads hope and inspiration. And so, again, today, the inspirational moment with Dr. H, the heartbeat of hope and inspiration is live with no regrets. And so, you know, hey, I'm looking forward every Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Y'all tune in for the inspirational moment. You know, sometimes we just need that extra little push because life is going to throw us some jabs. Boy, I tell you, you would have thought Muhammad Ali hit us with one of his left or right hook, and that's when we have to continue to get up every morning. Excuse me, I'm going to try. And give life all we have. And as I prepare to um, my mother's homegoing service on Friday, still can't believe it. I I went to you know, I went to the ICU last week. I just sat there three hours, you know. She, and I knew she could hear me. She was on life support, but I just sat there three hours. I just read to her. I love reading. And I just sat there and read to her. Because I'm just enjoying um, the moment. I really am. And I just encourage you all to do that. Love your children. You know, and if you have to love certain people from a distance to keep your peace, do that as well. Because I've learned along this journey, everybody can be in your immediate space. And your peace, I tell you now, I just turn, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to see 47 years I turned 47 in June, and he has allowed me to, peace is so precious. You know, when you're young, you don't really think of that. You know, you might be in a little drama with your boyfriend, your male friend, maybe you got a couple of girlfriends that like to keep up a little mess. But when you get older, you realize peace is not a price you can put on. So if there are some people you have to love from a distance to keep your peace, to keep your sanity, by all means do it. Nobody. It's worth your peace of mind. I don't care if it's mother, brother, sister, daddy, uncle, auntie. Let them say what they're going to say. People are going to talk, but take take, take, take joy in this. They're not God. They don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. So you just, just rest in knowing that there is a God that sits high and looks low. And he got you. There was no way, no way. Within 10 years, I'm just going to be honest with you. I was 35 years old. I didn't have anything. Uneducated, underemployed, no money, you know, six kids, and I just had a GED. 
There was no way within 10 years I could have on my own. I'm not crazy. I could have took myself from a GED to a doctorate, from homeless to a political candidate, and became a 12-time published author. Had it not been for God stepping in with his grace and mercy, there's no way. Right now, I don't even know if he if – he, I tell you, the more I think about sometimes, I just want to bungee jump up to heaven and high-five God. You know, I, I mean, he didn't have to do it. He did not have to do nothing for me. But for him to turn my life around, when everybody had wrote me off, talked about me, laughed at me, that's why I'm so sold out to him. And I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not jeopardizing nothing with anybody. My relationship with him, I love him. I love God with everything in me. Because he really saw the best in me. When everyone around me could only see the worst. And so for that, whatever he puts on my heart to go do, I try my best to do. And I remember I made a vow to him when we was home. If you get me out of homelessness and hopelessness, I'll go back and fight for others. And as soon as that drought was over and my education um, endeavors had came to an end, that is my educational endeavors was ended in 2015, and I ran for office 2017. Because my, 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 he has just done that much to me, for me. So I was not scared of being laughed at as a political candidate. I was not scared because I knew he had called me to fight for others, to stand for others. And that's all you need. As long as God is with you, that's all you need. So I want to bid you all peace and blessings on your journey. I love you all. Anybody who know me personally would tell you this is no no talk. I don't I don't do a lot of talking. You know I don't I don't believe in in a, in a person that does a lot of talking and hear himself talk. It really really it's fluff. So I, when I say I genuinely love you, all I bid you all peace and blessings on your journey. And so tune in next Tuesday at six thirty. For your 30 minutes of inspiration. And again, the word and inspirational moment for today live with no regrets. This is Dr. Holden. You can find my books on Amazon. Uh, just type in Latarsha Holden. Also, it's a documentary of my that homeless experience. If you have a homeless uh, ministry, women's ministry, just type in a No Longer Lost documentary. It will come up. But all of my books are on uh, Amazon. Again, I love y'all. Peace and blessings. This is Dr. H, the heartbeat of hope and inspiration. Talk to you all next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Peace and blessings.